Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Roundtable. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcasts, What the BL, and YouTube channels, The Hand Network, and The Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, I am in my recording studio, also known as office space area. It's so nice to be in my special chair for this podcast. Anyway, I've been doing it from my phone for a while because of the move, and I'm like, I'm going to get my office around so I can do the podcast in the office. Yes, like a professional. So anyway, this episode is about Be Loved in House I Do, episode 9 of the Taiwanese BL drama series. I am really liking this series piece. I mean, it is one of my favorites I have seen this year. I like it far better than um, Thousand Stars, not to make anyone who's a BL fan upset. But really, I like this one a lot better. I think one of the reasons is is this BL drama series is about people who are a little older. Um, again, as you have heard in my previous episode slash rants on BL drama, a lot of these are about people who are in high school, people who are in early college. And not that it's not important to feature that age group. I'm just saying I like it when we've got some people that have finished college, are in their late 20s, early 30s, and kind of have more of their life maybe sorted in a way because they've had time to figure out who they are as people. This episode is about Shi Li and Jin Yu, who um, Jin Yu decided he was going to sleep on the floor too because he wanted to know what that was like. And I love this series too because a lot of people are complaining on YouTube. You can go check out the, the rants there. But because we haven't had any romantical scenes, they just clunk together. And I think that's one of the reasons, kind of like Nidaman, I really like this series more than some of the other BL dramas I've seen because we don't have a lot of extremely passionate moments. We have people who are kind of just getting comfortable with one another as individuals, which I think is kind of nice in today's day and age when we usually can't seem to make a production without having it go a little um, south, is what we would call it from where I come from. But anyway, so in this episode, Jin Yu and Shi Li have been sleeping on the floor because Shi Li decided he was going to sleep down there. Um, he also just told his mom in the past episode that he likes Jin Yu, but he doesn't want to disappoint her and she's like honey you couldn't disappoint me if I tried and I expected this sort of so anyway Jin Yu and Shi Li wake up the next morning and I I do think this scene is kind of cute because Jin Shi Li wakes up and he kind of goes uh, and twists around and sees that Shi Li is there and he just kind of smiles and 
Sheely wakes up and just kind of smiles like, oh, you're here. I'm here. This is kind of nice. And then the door opens and Sheely's mom comes in because she has no clue that Sheely and Jenny were there having a moment of smilingness. And so she's like, um, um, I, I forgot something, boys. I'm, I'm going to go out to the living room. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> and Sheely completely panics. Um, flops over onto his side and covers his head with a blanket and Jinyu's like um um I'm not really sure what to do with this. The next scene um Jinyu is in his office and Shili is still dealing with decompressing from the freak out because his mom walked in and they were smiling. I mean I'm going you know that's not really that much to walk in on but okay. So anyway um Jin Yu tells Shili that he wants everyone to get a bonus because they got paid double what they were planning on for the project of the um, Little Prince jewelry piece. And also he tells Shili that he went and he had the sheet and comforters cleaned at the cleaners. And Jin and Shili's like, okay, okay. And then midday, Jin Yu gets ready to leave to go get some lunch and Shili has prepared him some food. So he has it there and he says, here, I, I made this food because I had a lot of food in the kitchen because the fridge was too full. And he, and Jinyu's like, well, I didn't fill the fridge. You filled it with food. And he says, yes, well, this is because you didn't eat my food when you first came. And Jinyu's like, I did eat your food. And then I passed out and ended up in the emergency room. But it's not because I didn't eat your food. And Sheila's like, you know, just take the food, please, before I die of embarrassment here because I'm struggling. <laughs> so anyway, Jinyu takes the food. Um, they then decide that they're going to head back home together, which does not work out because she leaves panicking as the other person that's there who is kind of the big sister of the group kind of notices that they might be liking each other a little bit. And I really like how she just approaches this and goes, no, I think Jenny likes you, Sheely. And Sheely's like, well, you know, um, he's not quite as um, nice as I thought he would be. And she says, well, you know, it really doesn't matter who he likes as long as that single rule goes down. And it would speak highly of you if it was because of you that the single rule came down, Sheely. And I think it's kind of neat that when people think that, you know, how are people going to react to something? Oftentimes, it's not the way that they normally think people are going to react and they can just calm down about it. It's at this point that Jin Yu crosses over by the coffee shop, HWC Roasters, which is an actual shop in Taiwan. I'm going there as soon as the pandemic lifts because it looks really cool and it was in the show. But moving on. So anyway, he sees that Shi Kui and the coffee shop manager are having a romantical moment and he gets upset about this. And Shi Li sees him having kind of a decompression about this. And he says, you're going to fire Shikui, aren't you? And he said, well, you know about this all along. You knew about this. You knew about the couple that's wanting to get engaged and can't because of me. You knew about this. And he says, and and you've been flirting with somebody too, haven't you? And he and Jin Yu is really mad at this point. He's not being very logical because angry people are not always wise, as Jane Austen said. And he thinks that Shi Li was flirting with the coffee shop girl, which he has not been flirting with the coffee shop girl at all since Jin Yu came into his life. But he has been interested in someone and he's not going to lie about that. So he sits there and just kind of goes, you know, Jin Yu, you're being a blank right now. And that's what I use when I don't want to say certain words because I don't think it's applicable as it 
Jin Yu is not born out of wedlock as far as I can tell. And even if he is, I don't see why we should use that name for someone for that. So that's just honest opinion. Okay, moving on. So anyway, Jin Yu goes, yes, I guess I am, and walks off in a huff. And Shili then realizes that he should not have said that to Jin Yu, that that was completely inexcusable for him to do because he's going, I don't know where Jin Yu's walked. I just know that Jin Yu's been through something really traumatic with, with his relationships and that I just called him a name that I had no business calling him as my boss, as my colleague, as someone I care about. And I have massively screwed this up. And that's where honest got to end because I have to go to work, peeps. Check it at the round table. Be back with the next part two of this. Bye. Hi, peeps. Anna is back. I'm eating some amazing, amazing bread. I'm just saying, I wish you guys could be here because this will definitely make you say yes to gluten. That's all I'm saying, and I'm having milk, and it's absolutely wonderful today. And I did it in my recording series, but the recording is bloody terrible. I don't know what's up with my microphone. I'm going to have to reconfigure everything again. Darn it. But anyway, moving on, the continuation of episode 9. Shili then goes home feeling terrible because he called Jin Yu something he shouldn't. Jin Yu also goes home too, and we then go switch to Sikui and the coffee shop manager in their apartment. And the coffee shop manager is just really beside himself because he's like, I cost Shikui his job, I've messed things up for him, this is not what I meant to do. It's at this point that Shikui comes out and goes, what did you, what do you want to eat? Do you want something to eat? And the coffee shop owner is just like, our manager's like, your boss sauce. And he says, yes, my, my boss sauce. And he says, I, I will not say anything to your boss. I don't want to cost you what you love. I didn't mean to make this trouble for you. Da, 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 da. And you can just see the, the poor coffee shop manager's got his head going 20 different directions and he's like I just messed things up really bad for the person I care about it's at this point that Shikui plops down on the couch pushes the um, coffee shop manager onto the couch and goes do you realize I really 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 care about you and the coffee shop owner's like Shikui this is not like you this is totally out of character but yes I I do realize that you do care about me uh, a lot yes and it's this point that Shikui goes you know with you beside me I really don't give a hoot what my manager thinks or anyone else what I what I care about is that you're beside me and that makes all the difference and so that's kind of how it ends with that couple and then we go shift back to Shili who is having a mini meltdown because he's berating himself for having said things to Jin Yu that he should not have said. It's at this point that Jin Yu comes into his room to drop off his cleaned up comforter sheet etc and to grab his own and go sleep in his own room. And they basically have a bunch of discord. The next day, Shili walks into the office to find out that Shikui has gone into Jin Yu's office to talk to him, and he's like, oh no, we're going to have a big blow up. It's at this point that Shikui hands over his resignation and says, you know, I am with Brother, I think his name is Gang, Brother Gang now, and we are together, and I'm not going to give that up to be working here, so here's my resignation paper. And it's at this point that Shili walks in and goes, um, uh, 
Shikui, what on earth are you doing? And it's also at this point that Jinyu looks at Shikui and goes, yes, you can do what you want here, but I can do what I want too. And he rips up the resignation letter and says, you just be quiet about this. This is between you and me and Shili. We don't need other people talking about this. You do not talk about this to the other people in the shop. Okay. And it's at this point that Shili goes, basically, Shikui heads out after you know, agree not to say anything, and Brother Gang, you know, not saying anything either. And Jin Yu and Shi Li have a moment here. And Jin Yu says, or, or excuse me, Shi Li says, why are you persisting, Jin Yu? What is this really about? Because this is massive on your Richter scale. If you're trying to protect others, if you're trying to protect yourself, please explain to me what's going on and we'll help you through it. But we need to know what's making you react this way because this is not normal. There's something more to this than, you know, just the fact that you had a bad incident in college that made you dislike working around people who you might be romantically involved with. He's like, there's something more to this. What is this about? And Jinyu won't tell him, and he says, why won't you tell me? Are you still mad at me, Jinyu, because I said something that wasn't nice to you yesterday? And it's at this point that Jinyu pushes Shili against a wall, and Shili goes, Jinyu, have you thought about our relationship? Because, you know, I know you're madder than hell right now because you're completely panicked, but, you know, who are you to really judge Shikui here when you and I are close. And it's at this point that Shili just leaves the office. Jinyu kind of has a mini meltdown. And Shili then goes to the coffee shop where Shikui is feeding um, Wang Wang, the cat. And he's talking with the coffee shop manager about his exams being the next day. Shili walks in completely troubled, sits down at the coffee shop counter, then Jin Yu walks in and he's like gearing up because he's like, Shili's here. I'm trying to deal with this. I'm not good with conflict. How do I handle this situation? This bread is bloody delicious. That's all I'm saying. I no. mm. Okay, I'm sorry. Moment there. But anyway, Shili then leaves the counter because he does not want to be at the counter with Jin Yu, and he sits down at a table. Jin Yu then sits down at the table with Shili, and the coffee shop owner asks if Jin Yu would like something to eat because he has a special menu just for Jin Yu. And Jin Yu points at Shili, and the coffee shop owner is sitting there going, um, Jinyu, I don't think you really want to eat Shili, so please, this is just weird. And you can tell the coffee shop owner's like, she, Jinyu has no idea. He's just completely frazzled and beside himself, as we would say. And so at this point that Shili says, what in the heck are you doing, Jinyu? And Jinyu says, I, I will have what he has eating. And Shili goes, I haven't ordered yet, you fool. And it's at this point that the coffee shop manager and the assistant look at each other and the assistant says, what are they ordering? And the coffee shop manager says, I don't know, but this is entertaining. Let's watch. <laughs> it's at this point that Shili says, basically, I want some time alone, Jinyu. And I don't know why, but... I, I don't really, I mean, I saw Aaron Lai in History 1, which you guys can go back and listen to my reviews from last year on History 1. That was like 
a total dive bomb of a series in Anna's personal opinion. I mean, no offense here. I'm just saying it was not my thing. Although I have to say I have really come to like the writer of History 1 in the work that she did in History 2. And also the work that she did in We Best Love. Okay, I mean, one of my favorite writers for dramas. But History 1... It was just weird peeps. And Aaron Lai was in History 1, as some of you may recall. It was done in 2017. I couldn't figure out where he was from, but I'm going, I've seen this guy before. I did not like him in another series. Why am I having these vibes? Because, no offense on it, it's just like, I know this guy. I like him a lot in this show because he's like this weird little Labrador retriever that's trying to follow the fox around. But anyway... It dawned on me that he was in History 1. I think it was called My Hero. It was just a weird one, peeps. I mean, I, I don't mean it. Or maybe it's just because I'm not acquainted with certain beliefs, but I don't think so. I mean, it was about this guy who his girlfriend died. Then he runs off a week later with this kid who was inhabited by his girlfriend's uh, spirit. I mean, that that one was just a weird one, and I don't mean it weird, but as a Western-raised viewer, I was sitting there going, um, number one, this is just really weird. Number two, what kind of guy would, you know, get into a new relationship a week after his supposedly beloved person dies? I mean, no offense, I'm just like, wow, that was quick, obviously, must not have missed her too much. That's, that's all I'm saying there. So anyway, I really didn't like him in History 1. My hero is obviously, you can tell from this podcast. But I have to say, I really do like Aaron Lai in this show. Um, and this really has nothing to do with his looks. I know some people are all over the internet going, oh, isn't he handsome? And really, Anna's like, well, who cares what person is handsome or not? Can they act well? Are they a nice person? I mean, these seem to be kind of important for, you know, career stability in the acting world. But anyway, moving on, um, his character in this scene then pretends to have a massive attack of his allergies and he's scratching his back like, oh no, I'm having a reaction, Sheely. And it's at this point that Sheely gets up and goes, uh, sit down, sit down, Jinyu, sit down. I will I will take care of this for you. And so he, he starts to rapidly scratch where Sheely is hurting, supposedly. And you can tell Sheely is like, oh, my fox is here. I'm better now. Maybe we can just get him to focus on me possibly itching, and that will make him quit being so nervous and edgy and us arguing so much. It's at this point that um, he says, is that is that better, Jinyu? And Jinyu goes, yes, yes, that's that's much better, Shili. It's at this point that the other two people from the design shop walk in to the coffee shop and one one the cat runs out, which makes everyone leave the coffee shop except for the assistant and the weird women who are like, I don't know, social media people start... <laughs> I, I don't mean it weird. They decide to bare their chests. And I'm going, number one, this is just really disturbing. Number two, um, they're very, very flat-chested women. So I'm going, this is just really weird on, like, so many different levels. I mean, I've seen this in, like, Western drama where women do this, and they tend to be kind of, like, Sevilla Vergara types. And I'm like, this is just weird on so many different levels. And Anna's not trying to be inappropriate here. I'm just going, um... There's really nothing there, ladies. And number two, even if there was, we really don't want to see that part of you. But anyway, they tried to do an appeal with their um, 
chests on social media to have the cat be found, which I don't think went very well because no one came to help them. But anyway, Wan Wan is found by Shi Kui, and in the middle of all this, Jin Yu and Shi Li are basically out, out looking for the cat too. And it's at this point that Shili pushes um, Jinyu to the ground because a car is coming. I really wish we didn't have scenes like this in BL dramas. I'm just saying there are really limited amounts of people that are possibly being hit by cars or falling in their own kitchens. I'm just pointing that out here, peeps, because I think it's kind of an important point to point out sometimes. But anyway... Is at this point that she like, pushes Jinyu to the curb because a car is coming and Jinyu's not watching where he's going. And Shili completely panics, completely freezes up and is like, I really like this person. I don't know how to tell this person I really like them. We have this whole singles rule. You can just see all the stuff around in poor Shili's little brain. And it's at this point that he helps um, Jinyu back up, and he's like, you can tell he's like, I really want to tell this person I like him, but I am completely panicking. I am just completely frozen, panicking, absolutely troubled. We then go to the coffee shop where everyone has kind of calmed down a bit. The cat's been found and is being fed some kind of treat through a tubey thing like a go-gurt. And then... Um, then we switch to Shili and Eugen. Eugen is back in Shili's bed. Shili is back on the floor because obviously they have worked things out enough. And Jin Yu really likes being the Labrador Retriever that sleeps beside the fox as close as possible without the fox being troubled. Well, anyway, Shili wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like, you know what? Mom's gone and you're still in my bed. You have your own bed. Why are you in my bed? Da, 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 da. He's just muttering to himself. Shili, or Eugene is completely asleep and calmed. Well, it's at this point that Shili gets up and he puts his hand on the bed, which it's not that I don't think Shili's awake. I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But he ends up pulling um, Shili onto the bed and just hugging him. Not any romantical moment or anything like that. But he's just like, and she's like, Shili's like, again, the koala is here. And he's just, ah, uh, this is, and he's like, Jinyu, 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 are you awake? Please let me go, okay? And so he's kind of stuck there with the koala who's just, you know, comfortable with the fox. And anyway, at the end of the day, he's like, I really like Jinyu, but I don't know what to do about this. And he's kind of like patting Jinyu. And then Jinyu wakes up and he's like, oh, shoot, I'm patting Jinyu. This is not good. And he's like, I have to go to the restroom. And it's at this point that the episode kind of closes. We do have a moment where he's talking to his colleague at work and going, I, I think I like this guy and the colleague at work is like oh well you know I'm I'm quite good looking and Shili's like you know just because I said I liked a guy does not mean that I like you and no I don't find you remotely attractive in any way possible because you're just um yeah weird so anyway this is the one thing that I really don't like about this show is number one the still that the mother said in the episode before this one and number two, I really think we shouldn't make blanket statements like 
I like guys like she did because, well, that could be any guy. I mean, no offense at all. It's kind of like people that say, I like girls. Well, you know, you need to be a little more specific here, peeps, because there's a lot of girls and there's a lot of guys on this planet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah, I, I don't mean it weird. I think it's the Data and Spock in me that kind of goes beep beep sometimes. But anyway... Shili decides he's going to gear up and go tell Jinyu that he likes him, which at this point means that he goes to the shop only to be met with, I don't know a nice word for him, and I really don't want to say any nasty words because Anna works very hard to keep my vocabulary very G-rated and really has successfully done so for years on end, but the guy who dumped Jinyu when he was sick and had a car accident like the day that the guy dumped him is back with the jewelry piece and he's at the shop and I'm like can we you know if looks could kill I I really think we would all be giving him that look for those of us who have been following the series because he really is I mean there's no excuse good enough for this scum sucking pig and I don't mean that lightly I mean number one you dumped Jin Yu I mean why on earth would you jump Jin Yu? I mean, no offense. I'm like, number one, if you agree to be with Jin Yu, then you don't dump the Labrador Retriever. And number two, and I, I mean that in the nicest way possible, so please don't get me wrong here. And number two, you dumped him, and then he had a life-threatening car accident, and then you didn't come and help him during that time. I mean, I don't mean it weird. There are a few things that really hack me off in drama land, but I'm like, there is no excuse good enough in heaven or hell for you, dude. And uh, that is just how Anna feels about the acts of Jin Yu. And I'm really not looking too forward for this new episode that's coming out tomorrow because I'm like, Jin Yu's going to try to probably fall for him and think that everything can be fixed. And I'm like, Jin Yu, don't be a stupid fool. Everything can't be fixed sometimes with people who dump you and then leave you to die when you've had a life-threatening car accident. I mean, and really, no excuse. I, I mean, I'm going, you know, I can see some excuses being valuable, but this is Jin Yu we're talking about, who, you know, despite his rough exterior and his really too stubborn behaviorimes, is a very nice fellow. And I'm like, you dumped Jin Yu. I mean, it's like, uh, I'm sorry, I will retract the clause now, peeps, but as you, I mean, uh, really... I'm going to eat my bread and in this podcast before it gets any longer than it already is. But anyway, the next episode ends later today, early tomorrow, depending on where you're at. Um, I totally recommend this series. It's one of my favorites right now. It is totally rocking my end of my weeks. And check it at the round table. Also, I really do like that you can really sit down and watch this with any age people group. It does not matter. It's not that kind of thing. It's perfectly appropriate for all audiences. And I highly recommend it. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna with Check It at the Round Table. Just so you know, you can support this podcast as well as related podcasts, What the BL, and YouTube channels, The Hand Network and the Asian Drama Club by going to our website, thelittlegreenhouseonthecorner.com backslash support, where we have both PayPal donation buttons as well as the affiliate link for Grove Collaborative. 
Also, if you want to donate directly via PayPal, you can donate to rosesoutofthesnow at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. And without further ado, here's today's podcast.